are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and where they are now. So, hey, y'all, what's good? Okay, if you're a University of Guelph student out there and you're listening to this right now probably know the struggle that everybody is going through right now because tis the season ladies and gentlemen it is officially midterm season and i know there's a lot of people out there that are almost going nuts because of all the crazy stuff that they have to um you know adapt to like your circadian rhythm is going to be messed up and your studying cycle is going to be messed up some you know just out of nowhere you have to drink more than 10 cups of coffee to keep yourself awake and alert to study for all the stuff that you need to study for and of course there's a stress factor and all that but let me tell you this listen i feel you i am one of you guys i feel you and you know just think about the aftermath that aftermath feeling of doing your very last midterm and then the relief that you're gonna feel right after you hand in that very last midterm man i'll feel you and hopefully this thought will actually keep you guys motivated enough to just keep on hustling and just grinding out there because i know all of you guys out there you got this we all got this and yeah man and this one is dedicated to all of you guys out there, University of Guelph students out there, because I get your struggle. And hopefully you're listening to this right now to sort of take a study break and, you know, keep yourself sane uh, from all the academic stuff that you have to go through. So hopefully you're listening to this right now to sort of keep yourself entertained and also updated in terms of everything that you need to know about in terms of mixed martial arts and boxing mostly, because that those are the main things that we talk about here on TKO. All right, so there's that, guys. Today we are celebrating our 90th episode, and in about 10 weeks from now, which I think will be sometime in December before the new year, hopefully, if my math isn't wrong. But in about 10 weeks, yes, you guys are right, we are going to be celebrating our 100th episode. 100 episode far, and I Honestly, you guys already know I've said this many times on the show. If it weren't because of you guys out there, TKO Nation, we would not be here right now. I remember the very first episode that was broadcasted from TKO. It, it, it must have been October 2016 or something. And when I actually look back, first, it's really paradoxical because it feels like it's a long time ago. But at the same time, it feels like it was just two months ago, you know? I don't know how to explain it, but that's just how I feel about it. But when I actually think about how far we've come with TKO, first of all, we've improved so much and we've taken in um, so much um, uh, support and love from you guys. You guys have actually given us suggestions as to what sort of things you guys uh, would like us to talk about here on the show. I know we received a lot of good feedback in terms of the breakdowns that we do on the show prior to the fights. Um, You know, the fights usually happen on the weekend uh, of uh, the week that we usually 
usually broadcast our episodes in. So that usually gives a good overview of what sort of things you guys need to watch out for and, you know, look after when you're actually watching those specific fights on fight nights over the weekend. So we've received a lot of good, um, you know, good constructive criticism and just good comments overall regarding those breakdowns. So that's why, you know, the, uh, pretty much on every episode that we've had so far, you know, 90 episodes in, I feel like for at least 90% of all the 90 episodes that we've had so far, we've had juicy breakdowns on the show. I try to include at least one breakdown, one fight to break down every episode so that it's interesting for you guys. And you guys know me, how excited I get whenever I actually get to break down any fights, whether it's an upcoming fight or a fight that has already taken place, an old fight, a legendary fight, a classic fight, whatever type of fight it is. I just get so excited talking about it because I just love analysis and I hope you guys as well enjoy uh, the the hype up that I bring into it and uh, actually take away important points from the breakdowns that we do on the show. So there's that. And yes, you probably guessed it right today. We are actually going to be having a breakdown of some of the fights that are going to be happening this upcoming weekend for UFC Fight Night, which is actually going to take place in Canada. But uh, okay, like we're in Guelph right now. And if you're in Guelph or in surrounding regions, you probably cannot go to this particular fight night unless you catch a uh, plane ticket or something because it's actually happening in Moncton, New Brunswick. And I think this is the very first time that the UFC is having a event in New Brunswick, Canada. So good for them. We're super excited. But this fight card by itself is super exciting because it has a very special uh, main event. And the main event is actually going to be headlined by a fight, a light heavyweight fight between Volkan Ozdemir, top contender in the in the light heavyweight division of the UFC, Volkan Ozdemir. And he's going to be fighting the one and only Anthony Smith. Okay, so that fight is going to be super exciting. I cannot wait to actually watch this fight on fight night. And the co-main event of the evening is going to be a fight in the lightweight division in the UFC. It's going to be a fight between my Michael Johnson and Artem Lobov. Now, this particular fight, there's a lot of uh, history behind this uh, particular bout that Artem Lobov is about to fight in. Actually, originally, Artem Lobov's opponent wasn't Michael Johnson. It was actually someone else, but we'll uh, talk about it in more detail because... um, There's a lot of drama behind it and controversy as well. So uh, you better tune in and stay tuned because, yeah, got some juicy, juicy stuff to talk about, juicy gossip to talk about. So there's that in terms of the breakdown. What else, man? Yeah, so a lot of headlines, man. So many um, uh, gossips, you could say. I don't want to call them gossips because that just reminds me of celebrity gossip this is not really celebrity gossip but still it's really exciting especially if you're a diehard combat sports fan like me you know when you hear about these type of news um uh, on on different websites and different news outlets you get super super excited so i'm super excited to talk about a few of the um uh, headlines that have been uh, featured in the news um, recently in terms of boxing. Some of the big superstars that we are um, uh, seeing right now in boxing, they have some updates with their lives, and we're going to be talking about those today on the show. Man, okay, I, I keep doing these long previews of what we have lined up for the day, 
But okay, I feel like we actually should get started. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I love that bell. Oh my God. Okay, anyhow, so let's first get started with the headlines because some of these um, headlines I actually wanted to bring up last week on the show, but unfortunately, you know how it is with us. We usually run out of time and we don't really get to talk about some of the things that we really want to talk about, you know, stuff like that. So first I'm gonna get started with these headlines. So guys, First thing that I want to talk about today, you probably heard this by now, but we're still going to talk about it. So Canelo Alvarez, the top middleweight boxer like in the world right now, he actually, you guys remember, he defeated Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, in the rematch fight that he had with him. I think it, it was about a month ago, and we already broke it down on the show But Canelo is Mexico's new superstar in boxing. And Canelo, so just like I said, he defeated Triple G, who was the champion at the time in middleweights, and he took all of his belts away from him. So now Canelo Alvarez is the new middleweight champion of the world. He's not quite the undisputed middleweight champion of the world because I think the should be the WBA belts that is held by someone else in the division. I think the actual champion, Billy Joe Saunders, was actually stripped of this belt. And who knows who who's actually holding that at the moment. Maybe the belt is vacant at the moment and there's going to be an upcoming fight for people to to get a chance at getting it for themselves. I'm not exactly sure. I have to double check. But yes, Canelo is not just the undisputed middleweight champion of the world, but he is the champion. And now... The thing is, Canelo has actually made a $300 million deal with the new sports channel called The Zone. And I'm not sure if you guys have actually heard about The Zone, the the sports channel, because it's a brand new channel. And uh, a lot of um, combat sports organizations are just making contracts with The Zone. And this is especially because... I'm not sure if you guys have heard this before, but HBO Boxing is actually going out of business. So you guys know HBO Boxing. Usually when there's mostly when there's a boxing match, you can actually buy that pay-per-view from HBO Boxing. Like they're the uh, the how do you say it? Like the people to actually broadcast it. Okay, so HBO Boxing was that big company. They they were in business for such a long time. You know, some of the classics fight, some of the classic fights uh, that you might have seen back in the day. You know, in the eighties and the nineties, like a lot of Mike Tyson fights, a lot of. And, you know, a lot of the fights that you've seen in your life, they were actually being broadcasted by HBO Boxing. But alas, for whatever reason, which I don't quite know, probably business reasons, HBO Boxing is going out of business. And, um, you know, what that results in is that a lot of the fighters that were and the athletes that were signed with HBO Boxing, well, they have to find new business partners uh, in order to have their fights broadcasted to the fans and to the world, right? So HBO Boxing is out of business. Canelo Alvarez was one of those um, uh, big, big people, big name people that was actually signed to HBO Boxing. So what does he do? He signs a brand new deal with a brand new sports channel called The Zone, and it is for $300 million. Now, this made a lot of noise in the world of um, combat sports, especially boxing. And one of the uh, interesting things that have actually been said about this deal 
is uh, is a statement actually from the one and only Floyd Money Mayweather. He's actually come out and said, um, you know, he the way he said it in the uh, social media post that he posted, it was a bit like he was just, you know, just saying, hey, Canelo, you got nothing on me because you are making this deal with the zone for uh, it's a five year deal. And you're making this uh, this much money in five years while in one of my fights, this is the amount of money that I make in 36 minutes in one of my fights. And uh, I think he's actually right because the fights that he had with Conor McGregor, you guys remember, he made a lot of cash from that fight. And it's, you know, there's evidence out there to, to back that claim up. So he Mayweather is not just making this up. He's not making up the fact that he gets um, about $300 million from one fight. The, the most recent fight that he had with uh, McGregor, that was his highest paying fight ever. And um, he uh, pretty much earned about that amount of money, about $300 million per that one fight. And so Mayweather is just saying, man, Canelo, don't don't you think that you're doing something bigger than um, than what I usually do in terms of um, uh, money? Because there's a reason why I'm being called Floyd Money Mayweather. There is nobody in the whole world that can make more money (laughs) than me, especially when it comes to boxing. And not only that, uh, Mayweather, I've actually called out. Canelo for a rematch because Canelo Alvarez, okay, so the only loss that he's had in his professional career in boxing has been to Floyd Money Mayweather. And now Mayweather, after talking about all the, you know, money stuff, he's saying that he would beat Canelo in a rematch if it were to actually take place. Now, I'm not sure about you guys, but the reality is Floyd Mayweather is not at his prime anymore, of course. he Yes, he's had like 50 fights and no defeats, but he's almost 40, I believe. And Canelo, he's only 20-something. He's like in his late 20s. And the, the, the fight that these two guys had first, so the very first fight that Canelo and Mayweather had, Canelo was so young. And Mayweather was at his prime. There's, of course, like, it, it just makes sense why Mayweather beat Canelo the way he did during that fight. But right now, if we were to actually see a rematch between these two guys, right now, it, it, things have actually changed because Mayweather is completely out of his prime right now. In my opinion, you could argue against that. I totally respect that. But in my opinion, Mayweather is completely out of his prime right now. And Canelo, on the other hand, is just getting to his prime. And I feel like everybody in, across all weight divisions, if there is a chance that you can gain weight to get to metal weight or a chance for Canelo to lose weight to come down to lighter weight divisions to potentially fight you, you need to watch out for Canelo because just like I said, he's a dangerous guy and he's just getting to his prime and he's the n- next biggest superstar, the next biggest Mexican boxer to to ever reign the middleweight division. And I feel like there's more to, to come from Canelo in terms of, you know, I, I just have a big feeling. I mean, he already was fighting in, in the welterweight division at 147 pounds when he was... Um, 
younger but right now he's made the transition to middleweight which is about 160 pounds but i feel like this is not where canelo is going to stop he's definitely going to go back and forth between different weight divisions and if he is going to uh, keep his performance um, constant in a way i feel like there's a high chance that he's going to achieve more than what he has right now and he's going to get even bigger than how he is right now so that's just my opinion anyhow that was the news with canelo and uh i talked about the rematch that he had with um, triple g gennady golovkin the former champion a lot of people um were confused after after the decision uh of that rematch Okay, so a lot of people actually thought that that second rematch between Triple G and Canelo should have been a draw because that fight was so close. And a lot of people argued that there needs to be a rubber match, a third match between Canelo Alvarez and Gennady Golovkin. And just guys said, because, uh, you know, uh, Canelo has already made his decision to stay with uh, the zone, but we don't know yet what triple g is going to do we don't know with what tv channel or, or um outlet he's gonna make a contract with he has different options of course he could sign with espn could sign with showtime or even with the zone or pretty much anywhere that he wants to sign with he could do it but a lot of people are saying if he actually does sign with the zone then we're highly it's very likely that we're gonna see the third fight between triple g and canelo alvarez so you know triple g can do whatever he wants but we the fans of course would like to see a third match between canelo alvarez and triple g but we'll see what happens i'll keep you guys updated in regards to that and we talked about Floyd Money Mayweather and how he's been calling out different people. Well, uh, I know you probably know about this by now, but TMZ actually approached Floyd Money Mayweather and they asked him about whether or not he would like to make a, a comeback once again after that Conor McGregor fight. And he said, absolutely. And what he said was he would like to come back for a Conor McGregor rematch and not only that, but he will also like to fight Khabib Nurmagomedov. And so how this originally started was Khabib himself. He got in contact with Floyd Money Mayweather's um, promoter in a event. And um, this is actually caught on, on camera. And um, Khabib is saying that they're only... Uh, there can only be one king in the jungle because they're both, of course, undefeated in their field. So Khabib is 27 and 0 in MMA and Floyd Money Mayweather is 50 and 0 or 51 and 0. I'm not sure. But the the, the important thing is they're both undefeated and um, Khabib is saying there only needs to be one king. So somebody's O has got to go. And he called out Mayweather and Mayweather responded back immediately saying, of course, absolutely, he would like to fight Khabib. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but remember when Mayweather called out Conor McGregor and a lot of people were saying that it is very unlikely for the, uh, for the fight to actually take place. Well, what did actually happen? Well, it did actually happen like because the fans really really wanted it and i feel like with this one with khabib and mayweather the fans would really really want it i mean at least i want it 
But I just don't want to see Khabib do um, um, stupid things and, you know, amateur things in a boxing fight. Again, this is the problem. This is Mayweather's forte. It's a, it's going to be a boxing match. They're never going to have an MMA match between Khabib and Mayweather. That's just really, really dumb because it's just not fair to Mayweather. But at the same time, Khabib can't be fighting a, a, a boxing match with Mayweather. Mayweather is the king of all boxers right now, okay? Like, I feel like his name is going to go down in history as one of the greatest boxers of all time. But Khabib, yes, he does have um, decent striking skills in MMA, but when he mixes it up with different things like his wrestling and his ground and pound, that is when he becomes a really good mixed martial artist. But once again, let's not forget, just because in MMA you have boxing doesn't mean that if you do get in a boxing match, you're going to be successful. So that's just my problem with it. It's just almost not compatible even though yes uh, with the uh, Conor McGregor and the Mayweather fight there was a lot of um, excitation and everybody was really really excited for it because it was the very first time in history that we were witnessing something like this but the actual fight itself it was at a very low level and it wasn't even at an amateur level and I was yeah, I wasn't really happy with um, how the fight was in terms of technicality. So, yes, it's really fun to talk about this super, uh, super fight between um, uh, Khabib and Mayweather. It's almost like a dream matchup. But at the same time, let's not forget that it's just, it just doesn't work like that, okay? Like, yeah, you get it, right? Anyhow, so there's that. Oh, man, I talked about that a lot. Okay, like always, well... Anyhow, um, let's talk about UFC Fight Night in Moncton, New Brunswick. Okay, so the main event, I, I think we're only going to have time to break down the main event of the evening, which is okay, uh, because we're going to talk about it in detail at least. So the main event of the evening for UFC in New Brunswick is going to be between Volkan Ozdemir and Anthony Smith. So these two guys have been in the light heavyweight division for a while. It's really interesting. Anthony Smith is a guy that is just coming to a, a rise in the in the light heavyweight division. We didn't really get to know him until his most recent fights in which he fought Shogun Rua. Now, Shogun, you guys know Shogun because Shogun has been in the MMA game for about two decades now. He's one of those real OGs in mixed martial arts. And um, yeah, he's been fighting for such a long time. And in his past fights, Anthony Smith was actually able to brutally dominate over um, uh, Shogun Rua in, in his fight and he I believe he knocked him out in that fight so that was a very very good performance by Anthony Smith and everybody was just talking about him and uh, talking about his uh, phenomenal knockout power and how accurate his strikes tend to be well here we go he is going to be fighting against Volkan Ozdemir who actually fought um Gosh, who did he fight? I think he fought uh, Daniel Cormier, if I'm not mistaken. God, yeah, I think he did fight Daniel Cormier because he, he uh, I think he got a title shot. And then everybody was saying how 
um, if Volkan Ozdemir was going to knock out Daniel Cormier, if I'm not mistaken, and um, DC, Daniel Cormier, he completely overcame what Volkan Ozdemir was uh, bringing into the game. And um, even though he was so much, even though Daniel Cormier was so much shorter than Volkan Ozdemir, he still uh, uh, overcame um, everything that he was bringing into into the fight, and he was able to outstrike him. Now, having said all those things, please don't think that Volkan Ozdemir is a bad mixed martial artist or is a bad striker. Not at all. There was a reason why, um, of course, Volkan Ozdemir. Uh, uh, even got a title shot against Daniel Cormier because Volkan Ozdemir, he's he's a really big guy and um, he really does tend to utilize his uh, range and advantage of his um, striking. So what he does is that he tends to measure up his um, uh, distance, uh, the distance between him and his opponent. And then he tends to throw accurate shots that are at the same time really powerful. So that is actually why... Uh, uh, I mean, not talking about his last fight against Daniel Cormier, but that is why in most of his recent fights in which he have actually knocked out his opponents, he's done it in such a fast time and in a very clean manner, you could say, you could argue. And actually, <laughs> that is uh, why uh, his nickname is No Time, because he, <laughs> what he does is that he tends to knock out his opponent so fast in the very first round. And then after he does that, he just points to his wrist saying there's no time because he's got no time because he just does those knockouts at such a fast rate as if he has somewhere else to be and he just in a hurry just trying to knock out people and then go somewhere else you know like catch up with his other tasks and chores and it's just so funny because he calls us him he calls himself no time Volkan no time Ozdemir it's so funny so right now this is the deadly and dangerous thing for, for Anthony Smith because, yes, Volkan Ozdemir was um, overcome by Daniel Cormier in his past fights, but that does not take anything away from how deadly of a striker and knockout artist he is. And Anthony Smith really does need to watch out for that and should not underestimate Volkan Ozdemir. Anthony Pettis, uh, excuse me, not Anthony Pettis, that's someone else. Anthony Smith... He really needs to utilize his wrestling, I believe, in this in this um, uh, fight because he needs to do everything that he can to keep Volkan away from him, okay? Because if he gives Volkan that distance, then Volkan is obviously going to utilize it in, in, in favor of himself and throw all the de deadly shots that he usually brings into a fight. So in order for Anthony Smith to be successful, he needs to neutralize Volkan Ozdemir's striking. And how do you actually do it? Well, you just shoot for takedowns and uh, hopefully those takedowns are successful and you uh, and they actually work. So you get Volkan Ozdemir on the ground and try to tire him out that way. But at the same time, while you're doing this, you should not let yourself um, uh, get tired because, you know, you don't really want that, especially because this is the main event of the evening and it could last for a good 25 minutes if need be. So Anthony Smith really needs to um, distribute his um, energy well throughout the fights. You know, he needs to fight smartly in order to win this fight because if he doesn't, well... It could, things could go in advantage of Volkan Ozdemir. But other than everything that I just talked about, overall, this is going to be a very exciting fight. I would definitely recommend all of you guys to catch up with this fight. 
as the main event of UFC Moncton in New Brunswick. And with that, unfortunately, I'm just looking at the clock right now. And that is all the time we're going to have for this week. Alas, alas, episode 90 is over. And you guys already know you can go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. What else? You, all are, you already know you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And make sure you watch UFC Fight Nights in New Brunswick. Let me know how it goes, whether or not, whether or not you like it. And until next time. Oh, next week, actually, we're going to be breaking down... Um, UFC 230, that's going to be exclusively what we're going to be talking about next week. So make sure you mark your calendar. It's going to be super exciting. A lot of good fights to talk about. And now, finally, <laughs> until next time, it's your girl, Janan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.